live from HMS tonight. Welcome back to the Global Tehillim and Physic Daily Call. Kodesh Tov, on behalf of the OU, this is Naftali Herman. It's great to be back with each and every one of you. As always, thank you so much for joining the program, for making it a part of your day on Yom Chamishi, first day of the month of Nisan, second day of the month of Nisan. Tonight's here already in Israel. I mean, this month of Nisan may truly be a month and a year filled with miracles, freedom, and redemption. This week's Torah portion is Karshas Bayikra. I'd like to thank our incredible and generous sponsors for their continued support. Today's call is dedicated in honor of my nephew, Shlomo Herman, on his wedding happening actually right now. Just stuck out for a couple of minutes uh, to do the call. I wish him and his uh, the entire extended family a mazel tov. Very, very proud of him. It's in Sahal as well. And it's a, a great occasion for why I am in Israel at the moment. And as we continue to dedicate the call as well, Lezecher Nishmas, Esther, Tehila, Bas, Rab Gabriel, Pinchas. To sponsor upcoming programs, please visit ou.org slash call. Please note the deadline to submit a dedication for Monday's program will be Monday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern. On behalf of the OU, it is my esteemed honor to welcome back to the Daily Call and introduce Rabbi Yaakov Trump of the Young Israel, Lawrence Cedarhurst in Cedarhurst, New York, Share Divrish Physic, which will be immediately followed by Rabbi Trump, slowly reciting our special chapters of Tehillim today in honor of Rosh Chodesh, Perek Chaf Gimel, Kuf Yud Zion, Kuf Aleph, and Kuf Lamed, which are chapters 23. 117, 121, and 130. Find a link for it in the daily email. We'll be followed by the Mishaberach Lecholim with a sizable pause to insert the names of those whom we are davening for. And Rabbi Trump will conclude with the recitation of Achenu. Amongst Ochole Yisrael, please continue to keep the following four children in mind in your tefillos. We're getting some emails that I've been saying it too fast, so I'll try and say it a little bit slower. The names are also listed. Amongst others, these four children's names are listed in our daily emails. Rafael Chaim Ben Ima Razel, Chaim Lev Ben Ora Yael, Eitan Moshe Chaim Ben Esther, and Rafael Nisan Ben Gabriela Esther. Bechavod, with great honor, Rabbi Trump. Good afternoon, good evening, and most importantly, a good chodesh to one and all. It's a pleasure to be back here, and I wanted to thank Rabbi Natali Herman and the entire OU team for putting us together where we can spend just a few minutes in the day reorienting ourselves, refocusing ourselves on what really matters. This, uh, this uh, afternoon, we're going to focus on an idea which is really, uh, we are clicked in, we are locked into now as we are on Chodesh Nisan. We start two weeks, less than two weeks now, till we anticipate Pesach, and we anticipate the process of growth that we are going to be undergoing. As we start preparing ourselves, not just our houses, not just our clothes, not just our food, for Pesach, we prepare ourselves. We try to refocus with the following Medrash. The Medrash tells us the teachings of our rabbis is that the situation of the Hebrew nation, as they were in Egypt, in fact, was akin to two different metaphors. The first metaphor is a man, a person who is holding a bird in their hand. 
In Hebrew, that means to say that if the person wants to, they can crush the bird any minute without hesitation. That's how vulnerable we were as the Hebrew nation in the mother state of Egypt. But then the Midrash goes on, the teaching tells us another metaphor for what our situation was like in Egypt. And this is the more famous metaphorical image, is the, the Ubar B'me'e Imoi. It is like the fetus in the womb of the mother. Two very different ways of looking at the state of the Israelites when they were in Egypt. A bird in the hand of the hunter, or a fetus in the womb of the mother. Why do we need these two metaphors, and what are they really emphasizing? How is that part of our journey as we start Nisan this year? So it takes us down to the idea of goldfish and dogs. Why goldfish and dogs? Well, it's fascinating that let's say you have a dog and you're trying to train it, and in certain places where there are no perimeter fences around our properties, some people have an electric fence where the dog begins its life wearing a collar, and if it goes beyond certain markers on the property, it gets a shock. And the dog learns the parameters of the property. Similarly, when people have fish that they need to separate from each other, what they can do is they put a divider, a glass divider in the fish tank between the one group of fish and the other group of fish, and they learn that they cannot cross that divider even though it's invisible to them. And here's the funny thing about both the goldfish and the dogs, is that once you remove that, let's say you now take away those electric markers around the perimeter of the property. Once you remove that glass in the middle of the fish tank, those trained fish and those trained dogs will never cross that line because they've been trained from a young age that that is a perimeter. It may look invisible, but it feels very real every time they've crossed it. The Nitziv Ranatari Tzihuda Berlin, who lived in Velozhin in the 1800s, the Rosh Hashiva, um, describes in his Agada called Imre Shefer that that's precisely what the Medrash is trying to convey to us, is that there are two types of things that incarcerate us in life. There are external forces, like the force of the hunter holding the bird in their hand, able to crush it at will, but that's far less pervasive than the second, which is the parameters and borders we create for ourselves, the baggage we carry with us from our past experiences and traumas, which remain borders and boundaries from us ever going further. Even though there, there is no artificial, there's no external boundary holding us back, we will not go further. We are, in a certain sense, attached to the life force of our oppressors or the space of oppression in our life like a fetus to the mother, sub- completely subsistent on the Me'e'imai, on the mother itself. When we leave Egypt, and this is not just geographically leaving North Africa, when we leave Egypt every single year, we try to leave the forces in our lives which hold us in place. We try to let ourselves allow ourselves to leave, even when there's no external pressure upon us. And sometimes it's the latter which is more difficult of an escape of an exodus, personally. We make so many boundaries for ourselves. We live with the same patterns of avoidance of pain that we did when we were children. And we somehow won't cross those invisible lines even when the electricity is no longer connected. 
or when the glass, the invisible glass has been removed, we remain trapped in place, not because of something outside of ourselves, but because of something in the past. And when we leave our Mitzrayims every year, when we attempt to make our way to our personal exodus, it's important to differentiate between the external pain, the external boundaries in our lives, and the internal boundaries that we've created for ourselves in lives. Whether it's in our family, in our job, in our finances, in our relationships, there's so many boundaries that we've created for ourselves. As we leave Mitzrayim, we leave the Mitzrayim, the boundaries of the ones created for us and the ones created by us. Viktor Frankl famously says in his book, A Man's Search for Meaning, when we are no longer able to change the situation, we are challenged to change ourselves. We are challenged to change ourselves. And that's what Pesach is about. It's not about the new item of clothing. It's not about the destination. These are all wonderful accessories. It's about changing ourselves allowing ourselves out of the boundaries we created for ourselves. This Pesach, as we move towards it, in the two weeks we have to start preparing ourselves for that moment, to look at ourselves in the mirror, this Pesach, Be'ezrael Hashem, may we allow ourselves out. May we allow ourselves to be free. Free, not just from the outside, but from the inside too. Be'ezrael Hashem. We now move into the next step, the next stage of our call, where we're going to say a few chapters of Tehillim. We're going to say, because, as Rabbi Herman mentioned, today is Rosh Chodesh, we're going to start off not with the regular Psalm 20, Perak Chof, but rather Perak Chof Gimel, 23. We're going to go through it, and then we'll move on to the following chapters. Chapter 23. Mizmor le David, Adonai Roi Loyachsar, Binois Deshe Yarbitseni, Amei Menuchois Yenahaleni. Nafshi Yeshoveiv, Yancheni b'ma'ag le'tzedek l'man shemoy. Gam ki eilech begei tzalmoves lo'ira ra ki ato imodi. Shiftucho u'mishantecho heima y'nachamuni. Tzaroich l'fonai shulchon neged tzaroroi. Dishanto v'ashemen roshi k'oisi revoya. Ach toiv v'achesed yudufuni kol yamei chayoi Veshavti veveis Adonai leoirech yamim. We now move to the next Mizmor, to the next chapter in Tehillim, as we recite Kuf Yud Zayin, 117, together. Halalu es Adonai kol goyim. Shabuchuhu kol haumim. Ki govar oleinu chastoi veemes Adonai leoilom. Hallelujah. We now move to Mizmor Kuf Chof Aleph, 121, together. Shir Lama'alois, Eso Einai El Heharim, Me'ayin Yavoy Ezri. Ezri, Me'im Adonai, Oisei Shomayim Vo'oret. Al Yitain Lamoit Raglecha, Al Yonum Shomarecha. Hinei Lo Yonum, Velo Yishan, Shemer Yisrael. Adonai Shomrecha. Adonai Tilcha al Yad Yiminecha. Yomom Hashemesh Loyakecha. Viareach Baloila. Adonai Yishmorcha Mikora. Yishmor Esnashecha. 
Adonai Yishmar Tesecha Uvoecha Me'ata Ve'ad Olam. We now move into the fourth and last Mizmor, the last chapter, which is Kuf Lamed, 130 in Tehillim. Shir Hama'alois, Mimama Akim, Krasicha Adonai. Adonai Shim'a V'Koli, Tiena Oznecha Kashuvois, Lakol Tachanunoi. In Avonois Tishmorya, Adonai Mi Yamod. Kimcha Hasulicha, Leman Kivare. Kivisi Adonai Kivisonashi, Vilidvoroi Hoycholti. Nafshi Ladonai, Mishamirim Laboiker, Shamirim Laboiker. Yachel Yisrael El Adonai, Kiim Adonai Achesed, Varbe Imoi Fedus. Wu Yifter Es Yisrael, Mikol Avonasog. We now move into the Mishaberach for those who are ill. Please mention the names of those who are in need during the pause in the middle. Mishaberach, Avraham, Yitzchak, Yaakov. Moshe, Aaron, David, Ushlamo. Huyvorech, Yirapeh, Es, Hacholim. we now conclude our call. We conclude our moments together with the prayer as we think of our brothers and sisters around the world in spaces of difficulty. We pray for their salvation together. Achenu, call base Israel. Hanasunim, the Torah, Ureshivya, Ha'imadim, Bain Bayom, Uvein Bayavasha. Hamakom yirachem alehem, v'yotziyem yitzar levacha, v'meyasei lo l'oira, v'mishibud v'gu'una. Hashta, v'agola, v'vizman koriv, v'nomar amein. Thank you. Amen. Thank you so much, Rabbi Trump. We look forward to having you back on the program, the Mirror Percent for God, in the near future. We hope and pray that all of our collective efforts for safety, strength, and refua for all those in need, the answer, the Tova for good. Please join us again for our next scheduled program on Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern. With hearts full of faith, stay strong, hopeful, and optimistic. Wishing everyone a wonderful, healthy, and safe day. Chodesh Tov. Shabbat Shalom.